your vehicle to the past doesn't need roads or even 1.21 gigawatts. It's the Retro Network Time Machine with Jason and Mickey! Welcome back to the TRN Time Machine. And this week we're going back to talk about our favorite fictional sporting events. As always, this segment is sponsored by Retro Days. And thanks to Mickey, we've got some of the latest videos right there on our homepage on the RetroNetwork.com. The latest one with The Simpsons and the last couple episodes, I believe, are up there as well. So, yeah, go check that out this week. The channel is just great and we can't say enough about it. But moving on to our topic this week, uh, I put this in here, Mick, just to kind of break the ice. And do you have a favorite sport that you like to watch on TV? And then uh, as a follow-up, what's your favorite sport to watch live versus just sitting at home? Uh, I guess my favorite would be uh, football, college over pro at that point. But uh, I like to watch a baseball game every now and then. I like uh, UFC wrestling uh, the occasional basketball game i'm more of a basketball highlights guy i get disinterested in watching a whole basketball game but you know i like watching highlights but as far as to watch live i like the whole experience of going to a baseball game mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people find it boring i find it relaxing you can actually sit and talk to somebody but you can also concentrate on what's happening and have good food and uh, you know in a nice summer night i, I really like the atmosphere of a live baseball game. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. Uh, there's just a nice pace about it, and it, it is relaxing. It's just, yeah, oh gosh, it's going to take three hours, three and a half hours. And they even got the, what is it, the pitch clock now that they have, which I don't <laughs> even know if they enforce that or anything in, in baseball. But the baseball games I go to are minor league, and they don't have that stuff. That's the environment. I, maybe I should preface that. I've been to some some pro baseball games and didn't enjoy it because it's too much stuff. But Mm. I love going to watch minor league baseball. The people who are out there not playing for millions of dollars, they're playing to get to millions of dollars, but you know, they're, they're working hard and they're trying hard. And it's just like an old time carnival coming to town kind of vibe. All the players are out there before the game doing stuff, signing autographs, participating in game, you know, getting people interested and, you know, we take our kids and they love it. They're not even sports fans by far, but they love going to the baseball games. JJ actually called a, uh, we go to, we've got several around here. We've got the Bristol Pirates, uh, or the Bristol Sox now, actually. I mm-hmm. keep calling them the Bristol Pirates. The Pulaski Yankees. We go up to Pulaski a lot, which is their minor league stadium. They are single A? No, summer league. No, rookie league, rookie league. But at that level, every, for the last three, four years, they've been voted as the best minor league ballpark at that level in America. And there's hundreds of them at that level. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is really nice. Calfee Park up there. They have the best concession stand of any sporting event I've ever been to. Uh, just great environment um, set in the side of those rock hills there. Mm-hmm. It, it's just a great fun environment. Yeah, I've had some great minor league experiences, too. We have a minor league team here in Montgomery, the Biscuits, and they're in the, I believe, Southern League. The baseball stadium is a converted train station, and in left field, 
there is a train track and the train will go by several times during the game. It's really cool. And you can, if they uh, hit a ball at the right time, a home run, it could hit the train. I mean, it's, it's freaking cool. And like you, I mean, there's just the, the food is all reasonably priced. Not like at the major league level where you're having to take out a loan just to get a dog and a beer, but it, it's great, and they got special theme nights. I don't know if any of your ballparks do that. They'll have like 80s yeah. night or Star Wars night or something like that. And just a fun time. Make it more of a family-friendly atmosphere. And the tickets are cheap. And, yeah, you can't beat stuff like that. Um, I used to go – probably my favorite sport to watch live that I really don't like to watch on television is hockey. And when I was younger, we'd go down to – the Johnstown Chiefs usually every year is a field trip and watch a game there and watch minor league hockey. And oh my gosh. And then when I got to college in Georgia, we would drive over to Greenville, South Carolina to the Greenville growl. And we would get the nosebleeds at five bucks and just the, the stadium was not packed. Trust me. And we would make our way. We just kind of make our way down, you know, at some point in the game closer to, you know, the, uh, the ice and I don't know, there's something about hockey and watching it live and have fighting and, you know, you get some nice hits on some people and I don't know. I, I like the environment of watching hockey live, especially on the minor league level. Um, so that's like probably my favorite sport to watch live. And I do enjoy a good baseball game like you once in a while. Uh, as far as TV goes, my, I don't know, my viewing habits have changed over the years. I used to be into the, all the major sports and even NASCAR, you know, when I was younger mm-hmm. and just over the years, I've kind of leaned towards more football, getting through that season, college football like you, but also some in the pros and then March madness. When that rolls around, Oh, I love filling out that bracket. I've got to fill out a bracket every year and, uh, <laughs> You know, that's when I uh, touch base with some of my older friends, too, that I don't talk with much and we'll fill out brackets or go on, you know, one of these websites and and do a group bracket. Um, So I'd love watching March Madness. That's might be my favorite time of the year, uh, being uh, more of a basketball fan than uh, well, I I wouldn't say I'm more basketball fan than football, but. Um, those are the sports that I like to watch on TV, more or less. Baseball, eh. Hockey, no. <laughs> but again, it's weird. I don't. I'd rather have that experience live. And there's something about watching those two sports live for me. Yeah. So, okay. Well, that was a fun little uh, ice break into it. Let's get into this, and you know, just kind of what you were talking about the the motivation of watching some of these movies. I, there's a ton of great sports movies out there that I will circle back to when that sport kind of comes in season again <laughs> and, and thinking about uh, even some of these, uh, these other fun ones I'm going to mention uh, television shows as well, where there's a, like one instance you're like, Oh man, I wish I was there watching this. It would be great. But uh, let's just, we'll, we'll do a top five. I don't know if you've got a specific order or anything, or if you're just going to throw some events out there, but I've got, probably five or six honorable mentions that I can use as a backup if we choose the same thing, which I'm thinking we might have maybe one. So uh, if we do, it'll probably just be one. Okay. Guessing, yeah. So right. this was uh, your, your idea. I'll let you uh, lead it off. All right. Number five, uh, 
the movie 1986, the movie Body Slam, the <laughs> climactic tag team championship match at the end of the movie. And I'll set it up for you why I want to go. Uh, the, well, the movie had Roddy Piper in it playing Quick Rick. Uh, Quick Rick Roberts was his name. You had the Tonga kid there playing his tag team partner. And Dirk Benedict was the wrestling manager. He was a music manager, got into wrestling accidentally. Anyway, he put these guys together as a tag team. They're climbing the charts. They're chasing the cannibals, Axe and Hammer, managed by Captain Lou Albano. All of a sudden, Axe and Hammer interrupt one of their matches and beat the dog pee out of them, injure them severely and they take a lot of time off wrestling and they decide they want to get back and the they become the number one contenders again and it's all building up at the la sports arena for axe and cannibal they've been tag team champions for five straight years and you got this whole revenge factor in the match and there's all these celebrities there there's these famous wrestlers there to watch the match and i don't know it just was uh adrenaline for me anyway watching this movie for the first time in 87 i've been nine years old huge wrestling fan i was so pumped during the movie to see this final match <laughs> so i'm putting that on my list as number five the tag team title match between the cannibals against quick rick what did i say his name quick rick roberts and tonga tom <laughs> you know our friend uh Chad horror horror movie barbecue Chad has has told me about this movie. It's one I have never seen, um, well, and I me, I need to uh, remedy that. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's got Dirk Benedict in. It. It's got Tanya Roberts in it. Um, Hal Needham's in it with guest appearance. Of course, Captain Lou Albano and Roddy Piper make the movie great. But sure, um, you talking about Chad has told you all about it. Well, in my back pocket. I actually have a full review of this movie written by Adam from the Retro Network that oh, wow. we'll okay. probably wait till closer to WrestleMania and, and do it, you know, when wrestling's the hot topic. Uh -huh. But yeah, we'll put that up for people here in the near future. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I'd like to get a little uh, review of that. But yeah, I got to just seek it out and, and watch it because I've heard great things about it. And if it's got the face man in it, yeah, I'll, I'll watch it just for him. Um, yeah, and and some of the movie. and Rowdy Piper too, yeah. It's a fun, fun movie. Cool. All right, number five for me. God, it was just so hard to narrow this down to five. Um, but I put in here uh, one of my favorite. Well, yeah, one of my favorite uh, golf movies is Tin Cup, nineteen ninety six. Oh yes. Now you would think about wh which round would you like to for him uh, for to watch him. And I don't want to watch the round where he's dunking the ball in there and then finally makes it at the end. I'm going for the round in the U.S. Open qualifier where he breaks all his clubs and uses his <laughs> seven iron to finish the back nine. I want to yeah. see him use that one club to uh, <laughs> to just to play golf with on that back nine and make the qualifier. So I, it's, I, it's a great movie, and I love uh, Cheech Marin. He's just, yeah. you know, feeds off him so well. And, oh, gosh, I just love picking up that movie. I usually watch it about once a year. That is yeah. such a good movie. I would like to watch the round where he played without any clubs and was using the hoe and the baseball bat and the pool cue. To, <laughs> That's another one, too, yeah. Gosh. The baseball bat was his driver. He'd toss the ball up and smack it. <laughs> He'd use the hoe as his wedge. And the, yep, yep. Yeah, that was, that was a good movie. That The whole movie was good. Great one. They were men after my own heart with their love of Waffle House, too. 
<laughs> Give me a Waffle House anytime. Uh-huh. All right. What's your next pick? Well, it's funny that you brought up um, the Johnstown Chiefs because I'm going to talk about the Charleston Chiefs from the movie mm-hmm. Slapshot. Okay. And in that league final game, after Paul Newman had taught all the players to fight and bring excitement to try to save the team and bring fans in, that final game, I can't remember the name of the team they played, but you had the Hanson brothers who were mugging people all season long to ramp up the uh, the appeal to the fans. They had an ambulance turn its siren and lights on and drive around the arena for an hour before the game. <laughs> they were advertising it as blood and guts. And the opposing team signed some of the mo- the nastiest minor league hockey players they could find with all these reputations. And that game was a bloodbath. <laughs> it was a bloodbath. At the start of the game, when they dropped the puck, everybody squared off and started fighting instead of going for the puck. And... The spectacle, the way they would build that up if you were in the area and you're seeing it in the paper and hearing it on the radio, it's going to be a bloodbath. <laughs> and you get there and there's an ambulance driving around the arena with its lights <laughs> on and stuff. You're thinking, man, we're in for some stuff here tonight. Yeah. And then it just at the drop of the puck, the major five on five or six on six fight to start the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Let me go watch that live in person. Let me buy a beer and a big popcorn and get settled in and get ready for some blood and guts. Cause you know, I'm an old pro wrestling fan. So that's bringing pro wrestling to the ice and I would be in the crowd for that. Yeah. That's a good choice. Uh, it's a movie I have not watched enough of. I've seen it a couple of times over the years, but just not, uh, not really one that I've connected with, even though, gosh, I mean, I think it was probably filmed in PA, you know, for some of those, uh, scenes and stuff. But, um, gosh, yeah, good choice. That's, that's a fun choice. I can imagine that hype (laughs) for an ambulance. That's great. All right. Number four, uh, you might laugh at me about this one, but I remember watching the movie in the theater and the hype around it and I was huge into wrestling. So it was kind of a natural thing to go to arm wrestling I'm going to go oh. with the 1987 World Arm Wrestling Championship in Las Vegas in Over the Top. Man, don't so, forget to turn your hat around backwards. That's right, man. And there's just imagine all the great characters that, you know, they built into that tournament. The dude that like drinks motor oil and just <laughs> the lead up to the match where these guys are like trying to pump each other up and beating on each other and you know and then they, you know, come down and and do the the actual arm wrestling, um, that would be fun to watch too, not just the match itself, but and the tournament style, and you got that announcer just kind of pumping up the place. It's, I mean, it's almost like a wrestling setting, but I, I don't know. I, I've always loved that movie. It's, you know, probably a guilty pleasure, you would say to most people, but yeah, I just love that whole movie beginning to end, and I'll still go back and watch it at least once a year. It's great. Even though it's screwed up at the end, you know, they build up this whole thing. It's uh, a double elimination. You've got to lose twice. And of course the dude that he beats at the end, the big bull guy, he only loses once. (laughs) So he he would have had to like beat him twice at the end. But um, anyway, it was still a fun movie. And uh, I would have loved to be in the crowds, just watching these guys in preparation for the actual matches too. So that's my number four pick. 
Wow, that's a good one there, too. I like that movie. Uh, my number three pick. We seen Rocky Balboa fight wars in the ring. Mm-hmm. We've seen him fight wars on the street with Tommy the Gun, whatever his name was. Tommy the Machine Gun. That's what they called him. <laughs> but, you know, we're going to get to some feedback from people. Somebody mentioned the Rocky versus Drago fight. And I, I, that was originally on my list. But the more I got to thinking about it, I want to see the fight that nobody saw. And that's at the end of Rocky three, when him and Apollo Creed get in the ring, nobody around, nothing oh, to yeah. do now. Cause rumor has it in the Hollywood industry that Apollo Creed won that fight, but we never got to see it. Mm-hmm. But let me see those two guys with nothing on the line, just, throwing hands i'd like to be a fly on the wall in that gym watching them go at it because you know rocky's at his peak and like he told apollo you know taught me everything you know and apollo's like no i taught you everything you know but i didn't teach you everything i know (laughs) i'd like to see them in that fight i like that pick yeah there's definitely some obvious ones there's one coming up on my list but i didn't even think about that just you know them two going at it at the end of the movie that would be great to watch without actual referees and rules you know they get in a tight clinch they may go to the ground and start fighting you don't know it could have turned (laughs) into a ufc contest that's right so yeah i want to see that one awesome all right uh for my number three pick uh, probably my favorite baseball movie Uh, it's it's in a battle between two at the top of my baseball movie list but I want to watch the Cleveland Indians versus the New York Yankees for the AL pennant, that last game in Major League. I just imagine myself as the as one of those fans that are in the stands the whole season, you know, up there, and they start the chant of wild thing, and then to get to that point where they're against the the top team for the pennant and the electricity of the crowd. And when Wild Thing comes in at the end, you know, I just want that whole experience. Such mm-hmm. great. And then, you know, this little twist at the end of what's his face, Jake Bunting, you know, <laughs> I mean, you would never have expected that as the ending of that movie, which is so great. So just witnessing that whole thing would be fun. You know, I'll go on out there and say the ending game from the second major league movie where, uh, Wild Thing hasn't been Wild Thing all season, but all of a sudden, when they need him most, they start blaring Wild Thing, and here he comes wearing the leather jacket and the haircut and the glasses, and you're like, oh, the shit is on now. You, know? <laughs> you talk about, you, you could blow the top of your head off with adrenaline from that moment if you were in the yeah. crowd. That's right. Is it my number two pick now? Number two pick, yep. It's going to surprise people that it's not number one, but I want it to be at the All Valley 84 karate tournament from karate kid mm-hmm. and uh you know you think most of it my daughter fights taekwondo we go to tournaments and things and it's kind of like it is there in the tournament karate kid you've got all these different mats and there's different fights happening all the time so that part's not super exciting here i can tell you from experience you're rushing around from place to place and it's like you need to be at mat number six in five minutes and like where the hell's mat number six <laughs> so and as a spectator you're kind of watching all this happening and you can't watch it all at one time but it does come down to the ending where you know all the attention is on one thing so none of that makes me want to go 
but this is looking at it through hindsight mm-hmm. when Cobra Kai is dominating and you got this new fresh young kid who's winning all his fights and you see the dirty shots and stuff and you get to the trophy presentation and then you get the Daniel LaRusso is going to fight. Oh my goodness. Would that just not bring you up out of your seat? Yeah. Like, holy crap, this kid's going to come out here and fight. Good on him. But you know, it's kind of the same with all these sporting events we're talking about. We're looking at them with a hindsight perspective. We know after the fact how great of a game that game in Major League was. You didn't know that when you'd buy your ticket. So people need to take all this with a grain of salt. But you didn't know you would have this huge comeback story at the All-Valley Tournament. But, you you know, we're going anyway. Okay, people? I want to go see Daniel LaRusso fight Johnny Lawrence. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's And that's why that was kind of the mindset that I was going through was, when you're purchasing the ticket and the hype around it and you probably wouldn't have that hype, but once you're there and you're seeing it's, it's your ultimate underdog story. You know, everybody likes the Cinderella team. I've got one coming up in my next pick, but everybody wants that underdog and they root for them against the, what is the whatever reigning champion or the dominant team or, or person, you know, you like rooting for the underdog. So once you, it would be a very big momentum builder throughout that tournament, watching Daniel, and then at the end with him hurt and fighting. Gosh, it would be just electric in there. Yeah, that was my first one out. It should, probably should have been in my top five, but that was definitely one that I considered for my top five. Well, that was uh, the one, one I out. thought we would have picked the same. Now I know that we're not going to have any the same because okay. you're not picking my top pick. I already know. So. <laughs> okay. Number two for me, uh, again, like I said, I love watching March Madness. And this would have been the ultimate Cinderella team, David versus Goliath. I'm talking about Hickory versus South Bend from the oh, movie Hoosiers good in the in- Indiana State basketball title championship there um it's definitely my favorite basketball movie and the the process of the team watching them the ups and downs uh not having jimmy and then jimmy coming back and then at the end it was such a tight game you know in hindsight coming down to the last shot but they're way out of their league at this point and then still be able to hold it come together and win the the championship uh, at the end, I would have loved to have been in that gym and root for them, you know, as that Cinderella team. Mm-hmm. So that's my number two pick. I just thought of another one that I hadn't thought about till now, and I don't know whether to make it my number one pick. Okay. <laughs> Let me write it down. I'm going to save it for an honorable mention. Okay. That's too good not to bring up after the fact. Oh, man, I just thought of another one, too. Write them down. This is hard. I know. That's what I'm saying. I, I could have definitely did a top 10. I'm going to go this. with my original number one, though, and I'll bring these others up. Is, okay. uh, I want to be in the walled city to watch the entire Kumite tournament from start to finish from Bloodsport. <laughs> I'm that kind of fighting fan that, you know, uh-huh. the worse, the better. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's some full body contact fighting martial arts who's the best unfortunately you see someone die in that in this particular tournament and mm. see somebody get put in a coma in this particular tournament but then you get to see frank dukes set everything right and uh 
yeah, just that whole environment, the betting, the underground aspect of it, the illegality. As somebody who enjoys the things that are on the fringe of society and the fringe of lawlessness, <laughs> the Kumite is right up my alley. So uh-huh. let me go there. Let me take a fistful of cash and start betting the action and and <laughs> cheering people. And yeah, I, I want to go to the Kumite. Okay. I That didn't even cross my mind. That's why uh, I said I need should, pick my number one pick. It should have. It should have, but... That's a great choice at number one. That just fits you perfectly, man. (laughs) That's a fun choice. It's a movie. I, again, it's one that I watched many, many times over the years as it was on cable, but it's been a while. It's probably been, I don't know, 10 years since I watched that. (laughs) So, all right. Number one for me. I mean, just the hype around this. It's the cold war. It's gotta be Rocky versus Drago. And being probably one of the only Americans, <laughs> you know, at the actual match, um, <laughs> and hearing hearing the Russians cheer for him, you know, witnessing Drago being cut for the first time, just the hype around the whole thing would have been just unbelievable, and you would have paid a king's ransom just to be there, you know, <laughs> right. uh, if they would have let you in the door. That's the thing too. But anyway. Do you like to be in that sea of Russian fans and you're wearing like an American flag bandana? Absolutely. <laughs> yes, man. That's, Your that family would have, been, would have never seen you again. <laughs> probably not. But, well, you know, with the outcome of the thing, I probably would have like, hey, can I hit your ride back with you, Rock? You know? <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. I, that was just... It would have been great to be. I think we've all been there too, where you've gone to see your favorite team that's on the road somewhere, even if it's just your, you know, high school basketball mm-hmm. team or something, and been in that environment, and you're just screaming, yeah, yeah, for you know the visiting team, and people are looking at you like you're nuts. <laughs> oh, it would have been great. It would have been well, great you, for those people when they're looking at you like that. You got to instantly stop cheering and look at them. Say, what the hell are you looking at? You know. <laughs> Right, right. That fixes it right then. Unless they got a lot of large friends with them. Yeah. You might have to kick one of them in the shin and run. (laughs) Yeah. The Russians be behind me. Sir, can you sit down and remove your American flag from my view? (laughs) You kiss my American. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I want to do. I want to have a a poster that just says America. (laughs) America. Waving it from the crowd. Uh, you know, that, touch back on my number one for just a second. If you're mm-hmm. one of those other fighters in the Kumite and you watch Frank Dukes do the whole uh, dim mock thing where he blows that brick out of the bottom, mm-hmm. ain't you like, uh, yeah, man, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need my liver flying out my back when he hits me. <laughs> good point. Yep. Good. I'll fight next year. <laughs> Well, what about honorable mentions? What you got? Oh gosh. Good? Okay. Well, I mentioned the uh, the All Valley Tournament. One, another one that I would love, and I'm not. This is a toss up between rounds here. So, talking Happy Gilmore, do you watch the last round of the uh, Tour Championship with him versus Shooter, or are you in the crowd when the whole Happy and Bob Barker scene goes down? You know, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it's kind celebrity. of a toss. There. The celebrity pro am because yeah. you you know you got this rising star that's exciting that you're gonna get to see, but you also get to see celebrity. So yeah, I would 
probably pick that one myself. Okay. What's one for you? The second basketball game in Teen Wolf. And I say the second one because not the one where he transforms into the wolf, but the second one, because you would have already known about that. And you'd be like, there's a freaking wolf playing basketball. (laughs) Yeah. Give me a ticket today. (laughs) I'm going to watch this. That's right. He looks cool with that headband and sunglasses. Absolutely. He looks like he's a Harlem Globetrotter in real life, but he's a freaking wolf. That's (laughs) right. And I thought about that too. I had it on my list. I was like, yeah. Do you want to be at the game witnessing him transform and be like, oh my gosh, or all that hype in between that and the next game? Yeah, yeah, I'm big next game. Uh, another one for me. How about the uh, the guards versus the prisoners in the longest yes. yard? Yes, the original, the original. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was another one I, I remember watching a lot on every time it would come on cable. I don't know if I've ever seen the like just theatrical version of it, but um, oh gosh, yeah, I always got sucked into watching that movie and. Just the whole, it, just the plays that he calls, and yeah, it's just so great. I would love to watch that. Well, again, looking at it from the aspect of before it happens, so you just the concept of we get to see prison guards play prison convicts. Well, you know some shit's going down in that game, so you <laughs> want to be there for it. Yeah. Add in the fact you have a former pro star quarterback playing for the cons. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I want to, I want to go see that. Okay, what's another one for you? Um, James the Grim Reaper Roper versus Irish Terry Conklin boxing match from The Great White Hype. Have you seen that movie? I have not. Oh, it is so fun. Samuel L. Jackson and Damon Wayans and some John Lovitz and other people you know. But the whole movie is built on the fact that James the Grim Reaper Roper, there are no challengers for him. His pay-per-view numbers are dropping. So the underhanded Sultan, Samuel L. Jackson, you know, starts asking the question, what's the highest gross and fight of all time. It was Cooney versus Holmes because Jerry Cooney was a white guy and people were tired of seeing brothers beat up on brothers <laughs> and Damon Wayne's character. The Reapers like, man, they ain't no white contender out there. And he says, if there's not a white contender out there for you, I'll make you one. And the whole movie is they find this white guy who actually, when they went back through their history, found out he's the only guy to ever beat James Grimm Reaper Roper when they were amateurs. And he just happens to be white. So they build it up. They get him ranked without a pro fight. And the whole movie is spent hyping this fight and making you believe that Irish Terry Conklin has a chance. And Jeff Goldblum's in it. And he actually switches sides and buys the contract of Terry Conklin because he knows he's going to win. And yada. they build up the hype so big. It's the biggest fight of all time. And James Roper knocks him out in 14 seconds. Spoiler <laughs> <laughs> alert for people. Irish Terry Conklin does not, does not win. So, but the hype that they put into that fight throughout the whole movie, mm-hmm. even watching the movie, I wanted to buy a ticket to go to the fight because mm-hmm. you just, they made you believe Irish Terry Conklin is coming to conquer this man. Oh yeah. So that's an honorable mention. Okay. Uh, I've got a couple baseball ones here. I mean, who wouldn't have wanted to watch Ghosts play? You know, uh, The Field yeah. of Dreams. That's the one I go back and forth with on Major League. It's my favorite movie. And 
uh, just uh, you know, imagining whoever you know your your past heroes coming out of that corn to play some baseball. Who wouldn't want a ticket to that? You know. Um, the other one would be the game when the natural hits that home run that mm-hmm. uh, breaks the the lights. You know, and that's a movie I have not watched in a while. I've got it. I, th- I think I still have it on VHS, but um, that's another great baseball movie. And the legend, kind of that, you know, I was at the game when he hit that ball, you know. <laughs> yeah. You imagine telling that to your friends, right? So, mm-hmm. had to be at that one. I've got one more. Do you got any more? Well, I've got two. Okay. Uh, and they're both fighting related. One would be the uh, Tai P death match. From Kickboxer, <laughs> where they okay. glue the broken glass on their taped <laughs> fist and fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see that crap too. And the <laughs> other one would be Hulk Hogan versus Zeus. Oh at, yeah, uh, no holds barred. Just the I, whole I, way that setup was. I could have tagged you for that if Chad had been here. That would have been his number one probably. But um, oh. that uh, yeah, I remember that being uh, even as a kid the hype around that and then going to see the movie, you know, uh, and once Zeus came to the WWF after that, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was a big deal when I was a kid. The last one I have is kind of a tie. <laughs> I want to be at Al Bundy's four touchdown game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, he wouldn't have been the Al that we know him, you know, but yeah. still all of the hype, he, he puts around that game. Uh, I, I either want to be there or I want to be at the the bowling alley when Al breaks the record and then Peggy right next to him bowls the perfect game to beat him. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that episode? Yeah. Like there's this huge deal where it, I can't remember what the there was some like lane record that Al was trying to break, you know, and I think he ends up breaking it by like one uh one pin and then i think it's peggy's birthday and she goes in there and just starts bowling strikes without it kind of on the side and, and bowls a perfect game and steals uh, thunder steals his thunder yep so I did that was a, kind of a tie <laughs> i did have another one wrote down here and that would be that bowling tournament from kingpin because here's oh, a yeah. dude with a rubber hand that's going to try to bowl <laughs> And you got Big Earn McCracken with the crystal ball with the rose in it. That's oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Welcome yeah. to my church. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would be fun to watch too. Okay. Any more you want to throw no, out there? I think that's it for now. Okay. We did get a little bit of feedback. Let's go through this real quick. Uh, old school 80s Tim, who uh, writes for us on occasion over there on Facebook, says... I was actually at the filming of Major League and that game-winning bunt. Wow. Awesome memories and still a favorite movie. It would be mine too, man, if you were there to, you know, as one of the extras. Yeah. Cool. That's very cool. Michael Woods over there on Facebook. This is your buddy Tiny there. Mm -hmm. I think the obvious answer for me is to be in Russia to watch Rocky and Ivan and Rocky IV. The one I think I would have enjoyed the most to watch... Hit run over Dottie for the championship in a league of their own. I love that, that movie. That was on my short list too, that final game. Sister versus sister. Yeah. That's right. There's been some good hype there. At Crooked Ninja on Twitter, Rocky versus Thunderlips. 
The ultimate oh, male versus the ultimate meatball. <laughs> I'm Thunderlips, baby. <laughs> and then uh, Icy Robots on Twitter. Rocky versus Apollo and Rocky won. Oh, that's a good pick, too. Yeah. The Up unknown. until what, like Rocky Five, you know, you could pick any of those. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I tell you, I would, I would love to be on the streets of Philadelphia watching them brawl through the neighborhood too. Mm-hmm. I, I'll take all of them. So that was our uh, our feedback on there. If you've got another one that's your favorite, you know, it's not, never too late to reach out to us at TRN Social on Twitter, Facebook, even Instagram, where, wherever you want to find us. Let us know what choice you would have put in your list that we might have missed. 